This is Amy Poehler. My new movie, Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2, is coming to theaters June 14th, and it's making me feel joy and sadness and anger. Definitely some disgust. Rose! And I think a little fear. But I'm also feeling these new emotions like anxiety, embarrassment, envy, and ennui. It's what you call the boredom. Okay, that one was weird. It's going to be the feel-everything movie of the summer. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters June 14. Get tickets now. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Age of Radio. Hey everybody, this is Steve. I just want to let you know that for all the latest on our podcast, uh, hit us up at EILF Movies. That's everything I learned from movies on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Uh, we're also on Patreon if you want to check that out. But our homepage is with the Age of Radio Network at ageofradio.org slash everything I learned from movies. And if you're looking for some amazing art, check out my wife's Etsy page at untidyvenus.etsy.com. All kinds of great stuff there. Also, follow us at PodCartFest, that's P-O-D-C-A-R-T-F-E-S-T, for our periodic art and podcasting festival that we're going to be hosting. It's uh, it's actually pretty cool. Check it out. So yeah, on that note, let's get to the show. Everything I learned from movies Helps to make life a little bit groovy With a one-life plot holes and gratuitous boobies It's time to get busy With your friend Steve and Lizzie I've never met a person who lives in as much fear of his mother as you do You know what I should tell my mother what we do in here at night? What, that you play video games and I fall asleep unfulfilled? Oh, she calls you callow in here. You say that like it's bad. Well, it means frightened and weak-willed. That was the only part of the letter I thought was complimentary. This is Brody's private hell. Where the hell did that come from? What's going on here? And these... Brody man, noochie-noochies! ...are his friends. Ow! Oh, sorry. It's all right. Take your hand, you stick it like this. There, now you shake hands with the guy. You know how long it takes for that smell to come off? If you stare at these things long enough, you're supposed to see some kind of hidden three-dimensional picture. Oh, yeah, look, it's a sailboat. You saw it too, damn it! We uh, we slept together one time, remember, in high school, that uh, ski trip? That was you? This looks like your mom. Bye-bye, Easter Bunny. There is no Easter Bunny! You know about this game show thing they got going on here? Well, we need you guys to somehow ensure that it doesn't happen. I think that's kind of personal. I don't think I should answer that. 
said it was a good size. When a girl says it's a good size, it's a nice way of saying that it's small. What else did you expect from the director of Clerks? Hey! Yeah! yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is Everything, Everything I Learned from Movies. And tonight... Oh, tonight... We are continuing Svendember! With 1995's Mallrats! Yeah! Yay! Hey, was this your first time watching this movie? Nope. Oh, really? No, I've watched this before with you. Yeah, was that the only other time? Yep. Yeah, what was it? Yeah, a number of years ago. I think actually even before the podcast, uh, we watched some Kevin Smith movies. You know. Yeah, because I, I hadn't really watched anything other than Dogma. Yeah, so I showed you the ones I liked. Yeah. <laughs> and and this that you like them. Yep, exactly. <laughs> well, we'll talk a little bit about that, but... Uh, yeah, guys, I've, I've seen this one a lot. Uh, I was 14 when it came out, so I think it was right so in my your real house. Movie? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll talk about it. Um, ah, but babe. Steve. Ah, before we get into this, I, I don't know about you. I'm a little thirsty. I'm way too sober. So, we have from Wasatch Brewing, UTX India Pale Ale, Citrus, Spice, Pine. Great beer begins with a great experiment. UTX follows follows years of experimentation leading us to what you're holding right now. A high point IPA with medium bitterness, semi-sweet malt background, and incredible drinkability. Ooh. 60 IBU, 7% alcohol by volume. Nice. Sorry, it's a half black and half yellow can and it goes across. It was a little hard to... And I realized I didn't turn the light on yet. That's oh. all right. I'm going to pop the top. Oh, my top. Nice. And pour. Ooh, very frothy. <laughs> yeah, beautiful dark straw colored beer. White foamy head that is lingering. White foamy head is lingering. Smells like an IPA. Oh, yeah. Yeah, a little bit of pine and... Mm. Mm -hmm. I'm waiting for the sip. Yeah, definitely pine. Yeah, definitely pine. And then, yeah, that big multi backbone. Yeah. It. Actually, pretty decently balanced. That yeah. Way. yeah. Honestly, it's it tastes like a uh, Sierra Nevada Pale Ale to me. Yeah. Not bad at all. Yeah. So, uh, Wasatch Brewery UTX IPA. <laughs> Wasatch did years of experimenting to make a pretty standard Sierra Nevada beer. <laughs> make, a, make a torpedo <laughs> clone. No. Pretty much. Yeah, I was going to check on here seeing if it's it was of the, uh, the hops that were used, but yeah, not bad at all. Check it out. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. UTX to the extreme. Yeah. Yeah, it even kind of looks like a, uh... oh shit, you know what? What? You know what this looks like that I'm just realizing? It huh. kind of looks like the uh, X96 radio logo. Don't know what X96 is. X96.3 is the alternative rock radio that, uh, <laughs> I think it's still around, but... And it was definitely around in the 90s and 2000s and stuff when I was here. Ours but... was 98 Rock. <laughs> oh, there you go. They were the ones that played like uh, Toad the Wet Sprocket and... Yep. Uh... <laughs> oh, okay. Cool. All the killers you can get in the early 2000s. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all the Green Day. Yeah, but um, yeah, <laughs> there you go. So 1995's Mall Rats. Yeah! Done, Sush? All right, cool. Yeah. He's very helpful, Steve. So yeah, 1995's Mallrats from writer-director 
Kevin Smith. Who's he, Steve? Oh, well, I'm glad you asked. Uh, he made Clerks. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, legendary, low, low budget. Like, I think it was like twenty grand or whatever he made that on, and it made like twenty million dollars. So they were like, "Hey, you made a thousand times your budget. Why don't you follow up with this movie?" Woo! More on that later. Uh, Chasing Amy. Have you seen Chasing Amy? I actually haven't seen that one. I've seen it once. It's okay. Um, I don't yeah. like Kevin Smith movies. So I don't think I'll like it. <laughs> well, what about Dogma? Because that was the one after Chasing Amy. I do Amy. like Dogma. I will grant that. How about Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back? <gasps> I know you love it. You love it. I do love that one. Uh, how about Jersey Girl? Mm-mm. Yeah. I've seen it once. Uh, Clerks 2? <sighs> I like it. Zack and Mary make a porno? Oh no. I like that one. Uh, how about Cop Out? Don't think I saw it. The Bruce Willis and uh, Tracy Morgan cop oh, movie? <laughs> yeah. No. yeah, I think you watched it with no. me. No. <laughs> I think that's actually you know, what spurred the uh, we gotta watch a bunch of Kevin Smith movies because you really yeah, have like, you No, no, he actually makes good ones. That's why I was tricked to this one. <laughs> what if I told you the original title was like a pair of dicks or something like that? Or a couple of dicks? <laughs> Right. So, fun fact: I actually saw Clerks two before I saw Clerks. Oh yeah. Because yeah. like it was coming out, and I Me hadn't, I hadn't seen Clerks, <laughs> and a bunch of my friends were like, "Oh, you gotta watch this! Oh, the first one was so good." I watched it. They're like, "The first one's better." I swear. And I was like, "Uh huh." Uh, right. Uh, after Cop Out, we had Red State, which I haven't seen, but I hear mm-hmm. is one of his fan favorite ones. I don't know. Me. Uh, Tusk. Have you seen Tusk? Ugh, no, I started two and I was out. <laughs> I watched it, it's so fucking dumb. Uh, but not as dumb as I assume Yoga Hosers is. I haven't seen that. Uh, yeah, it's, it's uh, not to be watched. Uh, three episodes of The Flash. Didn't watch it. Neither did I. Uh, four episodes of Supergirl. Didn't watch it. Three episodes of The Goldbergs. Didn't watch it. How about the Jay and Silent Bob reboot? Oh, we tried. We tried. We got about 10 minutes in. We're like, no, fuck this. Oh, that was that was painful. How about Clerks 3, babe? Didn't watch it. You did, did I watch that without you? Yep. I did. Be- oh, that's right. I told you. That's right. Yeah, because, be, because after Sil- Jay and Silent Bob 3. <laughs> yeah. I was, I like, was oh. like, nope. You're like, no, you, you can watch that one without me. And I did. And I uh, think that was one of those I went upstairs and just went to bed. <laughs> it's just it's just one of those movies it's just so so fucking meta on top of meta on top of meta it's like all right we get it wait wait so inside jokes about movies that i don't give a shit about yeah pretty much okay but babe apparently he's in pre-production for another movie Ugh. stop giving him money people twilight of the mall rats seriously now like when we talked to Sven Thorson what six years ago now yeah he's like yeah Kevin Smith's been talking about doing a uh, mall brats or whatever like the sequel to this movie but uh, uh I'll, I'll let you know as soon as I <laughs> as soon as I get the call we haven't gotten that call yet babe no nope. <laughs> uh, that leads us into the reason we are talking about this movie Woo! the star Sven <laughs> Thorson as LaForce the first time we watched it, I remembered him being in it a lot more. Oh, yeah. he's he, Look, he, he has a small role, but man, does he nail that shit out of the park. It's a Chaplin-esque performance. Oh, I mean, he does fucking great. He is the highlight of this movie. Everybody yeah. else in this movie is fucking awful. Babe, I got, okay, speaking of the rest of the cast, then, who do you think gets top billing in this movie? Come <laughs> with Shannon Doherty. It is Shannon Doherty, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Because it was 1995, <laughs> and nobody knew who anybody else was. 
Yeah, Shannon Doherty as Renee. We have Jeremy London as T.S. Quint. Or is it his brother? Was it Jason London? I don't know. It doesn't matter. <laughs> doesn't matter. Uh, Jason Lee as Brody. Hey. This was like his first starring role. Uh, Claire Forlani as Brandy. Who's she? Uh, a chick from Meet Joe Black. Um, yeah, she pops up. You see her face, you'll be like, oh, I've seen her and stuff. Uh, a Ben Affleck as Shannon. Never heard of him. Yeah. Never heard of her. <laughs> there was seriously a point in this movie where I'm like, yep, that guy's going to be Superman and Batman. It's going to be great, guys. <laughs> uh, Joey Lord. I don't like this. I don't like this timeline we've that we entered. Somebody go back and fix it, please. You heard him flash? No. Uh, Joey Lauren Adams, Jason Mewes, Ethan Slepley, Michael Rooker. What? Priscilla oh, babyface Michael Rooker. Oh, <laughs> if ever there was a babyface Michael Rooker. This is the movie. <laughs> a, a smoother gargoyle of a man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Priscilla Barnes. Uh, uh, you know, anytime you get a... She was a Bond girl, right? I think so. Like in the 70s? I don't know. Anyway, Priscilla Barnes in the movie... And of course, Stan Lee. Yeah. <laughs> Marvel, oh you hacks. He was old 30 years ago. That's right. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, so he can 30 years younger when we actually like put color in his hair. Yeah. <laughs> but he was still old as hell. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, so we've had you watch this movie. How did we watch this? Oh, you know I have the 10-year ten, ten anniversary oh, collector's God, right. edition. Yeah, but we couldn't get through the first 10 minutes of that fucker. So, okay, guys. So, yeah. So, we... I, I own this because I bought it on DVD in, like, 2005. I, I had a VHS copy for a long time. Or... Yeah. Or, or no, was it? Yeah, pretty, yeah, I had a VHS. Because, again, I was, like, 14 or 15 when I saw it for the first time. And, yeah. You know, it was one of those movies. But but the 10-year one, there was a... There, there's an extended version and it starts off with this intro from uh, nonsensical <laughs> ramblings of a drunk motherfucker. He was explaining what he, the process was. It was Kevin okay. Smith, okay, okay, and producer okay. Scott Mosier. So, okay, okay, so okay, so so okay, so I made a movie. Okay, okay, and like it made a bunch of money. Okay, okay, and so like okay, and then like yeah, like you helped me make that movie, and yep. like we did, yeah, yeah, okay, so yeah, so okay, so like we made this movie, and like we made a ton of money, and then they were like, hey, you should make another movie, okay? You, so they gave us like a bunch of money, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, okay, 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 so okay, so then we like made this other movie, so yeah, so like we made this movie, and then like we didn't get to edit it, but because they said we didn't have any experience editing, it's like, bros, we made this movie, we, we edited ourselves, so like obviously we have experience, but they said we didn't have any, so like they got a different editor, so then like I made a bunch more money, okay, and right? Yes. <laughs> Tell yeah. me I am exaggerating. <laughs> no, not really. Yeah, 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 basically they, they were like, oh yeah, we shot it just... As uh, as we uh, you know did, did did the original script or whatever, and and it was about the time he said, so yeah, it's about thirty to thirty five minutes more, and, and I'm like, Izzy, oh, do you just want to watch the regular version? After after he said like, so George, so we actually didn't have that much B footage. Yeah, um, it was all one takes because we it's all one take. So it turns out the first version is kind of the only version you can do. But we decided to do one that was a half an hour longer anyway. And I was like, oh God, we're already like 25 fucking minutes into this. Please turn it off. So babe, uh, I'll, I'll let you know the extended version from, from what I remember. Um, the Basically where we start off the movie is about 20 minutes into the movie. Because we get the whole like him. Well, 
Yeah. We get him talking to the girl that later ends up being a crux of the <laughs> the plot that we never see. <laughs> um, and there's a lot of that. And there's a lot more like Michael Rooker in a bath towel. There's a lot more like, I don't know, Brody playing video games and shit like that. Anyway, so obviously you can see why that first 20 minutes is cut out because you don't fucking need it. Don't it's not like it. it's really character building other than they're all kind of assholes. But... <laughs> Yeah, guys, guys the that. two male leads in this movie aren't great. We'll, we'll get into it, but yeah. Even as a, like a 14, 15 year old, I'm like, oh, these guys are kind of assholes. Why, why are these girls hanging out with them? Good point. Roll credits, guys. What do we think? So, like, off the top, every girl in this, <laughs> the hottest guy in this movie. Ben Affleck? Uh, unfortunately, it's Ben Affleck. <laughs> um, um, do we forget about Sven Olthorsen? Sven Olthorsen. All right. Every guy in this movie, except for Sven Olthorsen, these girls are wildly out of their league. Stay and away. I hate no, I hate these fucking <laughs> movies like this because it's like, oh, yeah, any slub can get a beautiful Shannon Doherty. Yeah. And it's like, no, sorry. Shannon Doherty's the one you went with? All right. We'll be just because, no. like, she's the first girl we <laughs> yeah, 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 she's. I guess she's lead actress of this movie. I think she is. <laughs> uh, all nine minutes she's in it. <laughs> but uh, yeah. And, is it and, good stuff? And is then, it Steve? And then the rest of the movie, like it's just additional bullshit that when, when you watch it, it's like, oh yeah, I can see why that was cut. It was like, oh, dumb joke. Okay, got it. Boom. <laughs> so we start off. Oh, wait. No. Because even before that, we have to see about the Blues Brothers 25th anniversary DVD coming out. Oh my god, DVD so many, out. so many things. So, and the Lebowski tenure yeah. coming in two years or whenever that came out. Guys, don't tease us with better movies. And uh, <laughs> and when I, when I was watching it, I'm like, oh man, this 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 movie looks horrible. Like it was shot in a handheld uh, uh, high 8 whatever. Um, any you guys ever seen Cry underscore Wolf? Nope. I think it was a fear.com slasher flick that came out in the early 2000s. Yeah, I'm, I'm good without it. Band! So, babe, do you remember how this movie starts? How does this movie start? Who's Cousin Walter? Oh, god damn it. <laughs> uh, Cousin Walter has a cat stuck in his ass. <laughs> yeah. And he made it on TV because cool, good for him. And then the next week, he got another cat stuck in his ass. And then another week, he got another cat stuck in his ass. And finally, somebody was like, yo, Cousin Walter, why you got so many cats stuck in your ass? Well, how am I supposed to get the gerbil out? Cousin Walter's a weird guy. So then we cut to the mall with opening credits. <laughs> <laughs> It's some weird feedback here. Is that uh, <laughs> is he is he you hearing that? Is he? <laughs> is he love this one, guys? The brain spells dying in my inside my skull as we speak. <laughs> All right, so yeah, so we get some '90s credits with uh, oh know, the '90s of, the... of '90s credits. Dude, it was like Tank Girl. It was awesome. <laughs> I was kind of surprised Kids in America wasn't playing. <laughs> I was like, Kids in America. Yeah, showing shots of like all the uh, the stores in this mall, like the uh, Rug Munchers carpet outlet. Oh, uh, they're so fucking proud of themselves for that one. <laughs> yeah, popular girl, fashionable male. Uh, but we're also getting like these comic book covers of you know characters from the movie as superheroes, and I don't know, I thought some were pretty fucking sweet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they did a good job on these. 
It was one of those things like, oh man, do they really have Marvel like get in and do a couple of these? Like, no, no, no. they did hire an illustrator. Obviously, obviously, yeah. they couldn't afford one, I'm sure. <laughs> but not not a Marvel illustrator. Come on. <laughs> I mean, Stan Lee's going to be in your movie. What more do you want from us? That's fucking right. You want Jack Kirby to do something? <laughs> Checking on when Jack Kirby died. Oh, <laughs> uh, I have some bad news. <laughs> um, so yeah, so yeah. After that, after the credits, we get a uh, oh poor sad hot girl in glasses sitting in the driveway. Oh. And then uh, some douche in a station she... wagon pulls up. You can't tell she's hot though because she's got those glasses on. Well, her hair's pulled back too, and she's got right? sad face. And she's so sad. <laughs> You can't tell she's, I don't know, a supermodel. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, a guy pulls up in a station wagon, and uh, she's like, hey, yeah, that's great. Um, did you see Dee Dee last night? Uh, maybe, I don't know. Well, we gotta go. We're, we're going camping, remember? Did you, did you maybe tell her that being on TV makes you look uh, ten pounds heavier? I, I, I don't know. I Maybe I said that, like, a certain angle sometimes, like, it makes you look a little heavier. Like, that's just the thing everybody knows, right? Uh, okay, well, yeah, so she used to have, <laughs> she used to have the fattest ass, or however she, she fucking She used it. to be a major fat yeah, ass. Major fatty or whatever. <laughs> I'm like, Jesus, woman, calm down. No. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> But basically, uh, she decided she wanted to lose some weight, so she started doing laps at the pool, and by around her 700th lap, an embolism in her brain popped, and she's fucking dead. She's fucking dead? I'm sorry, what? Um, so yeah, so my dad's pissed, uh, but it's okay, it's okay, he's, he, he, he's okay. Okay, cool, so we can hop in the car and get the fuck out of here? Well, no, because now I got a star on his uh, dating show that I haven't mentioned until this exact moment. No, no, well, that's why Dee Dee. Yeah, yeah, Dee Dee was going to be on the show, and she had to fill in. And so now my dad is freaking out because he doesn't have a girl for the show, and so I told him I would fill in. And with that line, you can cut out twenty minutes of the movie (laughs) because you don't need to know about the game show before that. You don't need to know who Dee Dee is. (laughs) I wonder if they cast Dee Dee like. Probably. Shit, I'll have to, God damn it. Do I have to watch that? No, I'm not going to watch that extended version. Fuck it. <laughs> maybe, I'm just going to say it's... it was Heather Graham. Can you watch it at two times speed? <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Who Is would that have been... a thing? <laughs> Definitely time and a half. I know I can do that on DVD. <laughs> oh my gosh, you guys. When Steve was recovering from his surgery, <laughs> yeah. um, I would go to work. And it was only like four-hour shifts. So with travel time, I was gone six hours. I'd come back and he'd he'd be like, yeah, I watched like eight movies while you were gone. I'm sorry, what? Because <laughs> <laughs> most of them are about 90 minute movies that I watched a time and a half. And then I, do I feel like I missed the experience on those specific movies? You know, like 3,000 Miles to Graceland or uh, Alone in the Dark. <laughs> you know, the good version with Jack Palance and uh, yeah. Don Pleasance. And <laughs> who's the other guy? The guy from Ed Wood. Martin Landau. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, check it out. Um. But, uh, yeah, so, yeah, we, so because uh, Brandy's the girl's name, uh, because she's filling in for Dee Dee, she can't go to Florida. And, of course, uh, uh, what's his name? T.S., that's right, for Tough T.S. Shit. Yeah. Uh, T.S. T.S. Is, Elliot there. Yeah, uh, well, yeah. He wishes. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, T.S. just starts, I don't know, mm-hmm. what do you mean? He's just doing this to destroy us and blah, 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 fucking blah, Fucking melting down. Like, who gives a shit about your dead friend in some fucking game show? Okay, you know what, buddy? We're broken up. You're off the, the project. project. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, they're like, okay, yeah, well, we're just, uh, <laughs> we're just going to break up. And I'm like, cool, roll credits. Best part about this scene, though, 
she talks about like, oh yeah, my dad's devastated by this. And we see him in a towel, just like fucking karate chopping and ha, yeah, ha, 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 ha. like checking himself like in the reflection of a TV or something. You see kids, uh, tube TVs, you can, you know. <laughs> like, will you calm down? You're being a complete ass. And then the towel falls off. And, yeah, it's great stuff. Yeah, so yeah, roll credits, guys. What do you think of Mallrats? <laughs> Why was this? He's so mad at Mallrats. <laughs> so then we cut to the B plot. Uh, Brody. Brody. He's, uh, the he's, Brody plot. That's right. Uh, Brody's Grody. Yeah. Well, he's just lying there in bed, and uh, someone's knocking on his forehead. And they're like, oh, Jesus, oh, what? He's not just lying in bed. He's playing video games. No, he was lying in bed. Okay. And then he woke. And then when he was woken up by Shannon Doherty, uh, then he's, he unpaused his video game from the night before. Okay. <laughs> by the way, the overnight pausing doesn't work. Yeah, it does. It, my games always froze up. What, what what console were you on? Uh, Nintendo. Oh, well, yeah, Nintendo. Uh, N64. Uh, PlayStation 1. PlayStation always worked for me, as did Super Nintendo, and, uh... I don't think I really tried it after that. <laughs> I know the PS3 has done it before, too. <laughs> I thought it was shutting down, but apparently it wasn't. But whatever. Um, but yeah, basically, uh, Shannon Doherty... Or, I'm sorry, what's her name? Renee. Her name's Renee in this Renee. movie. Even though in every single note, it's Shannon. <laughs> but that, that could be confusing, because Ben Affleck apparently plays Shannon, though I have him down as fashionable male. Fashionable male. That's really all you need to know about him. Yeah. But yeah, she, we're like looking around Brody's room. She's like walking around and there's like a wall of comics. There's a Tremors poster, a Legend poster, like a bunch of like, like X-Men posters and stuff. Like, you know, he's a, he's the man child living in the basement of mm-hmm. his mom's house kind of thing. And oh yeah, well, that's right. We get the whole thing where it's like, I've never even met your mother. It's like, I don't know. She doesn't like you. She's never even met me. You never even tried to introduce us, blah, blah, blah. Like, well, I don't know. She's a chick and you're a chick. Just a bunch of bullshit. Yeah. And you then, uh, you you realize pretty early that he's the worst. Yeah. So then, uh, you know, uh, Renee, she has to, like, sneak out so the mom doesn't see her, like, out the fucking window of the basement or whatever. Yeah. But on her way out, she uh, basically tosses him a note and is like, uh, oh, yeah, the whole big thing. Like, I think, like, well, I think, oh, yeah, she talks about, like, crying in the shitter or whatever. Yeah, like, like most when, nights when, and... I, when I'm in the bathroom, you know what I think about? I think about children in third worlds and... Uh, people doing great things and having a cause and building their community. Mm-hmm. And then I have nothing better to come do than come hang out and fuck you. And I'm over it. And like tosses the yep. thing on him. He's like, wait, you're breaking up with me? Roll credits, guys. What do we think? <laughs> the end. Instead, uh, mm-hmm. TS goes to go commiserate with Brody. And they're like, oh, wait, what? You're, <laughs> you got broken up with too? Oh, man. Well, here's here's my thing. I had I had planned we were going to Florida. I was going to propose. <gasps> Babe, where was he going to propose? Um, at Universal Studios. Where were Universal Studios? I forget. When Jaws pops out of the water. There you go. When Jaws pops out of the water. <laughs> and Brody's response is, "That's the most romantic thing I've ever heard in my fucking life." <laughs> <laughs> but hey, babe, I have a question. Yes, Steve. Did you ever fart in front of her? Well, I mean, this one time when she was going down on me. Oh, what? You know, I was just really relaxed. And when I relax, it just comes out. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. Well, I there's only one. up with them. Yeah, right. <laughs> and I think farts are funny. That's true. It's the secrets <laughs> you share with others. But you wait till after the blowjob. 
Yeah, right. <laughs> or you give a little hold on back, 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 back. There okay, you. continue. See, that just shows respect. Exactly. <laughs> but hey, we're two dudes. We just got broken up with with our we're I don't know seventeen real relationships. Yeah, I think they're supposed to be like twenty. No, no, 20? they're still in school. No, they're in college. Oh, they're in college. Oh, yeah. okay. Well, uh, TS and uh, what's her nuts, Brandy, are in college. But yeah, because you know they're going to get married after college. Blah blah. Yeah, there's a bunch of bullshit about that. But um. Yeah, there's only one way to get over this. To the mall! What? Woo! Even in 95, that seemed kind of antiquated. Right. <laughs> and again, I was 14. Where was I? Uh, occasionally the mall. but I was at the mall beca- because I could uh, walk to it from my old house. But not, not only because, like, in Orangevale, you know, it's between Roseville and Citrus Heights. The, the mall was just about a, the only thing to... The only place with air conditioning, let's face it. Yeah, yeah, it was the thing with air conditioning and the thing off the freeway that wasn't a car dealership. Ours was not off the freeway. What? Because I didn't live near the freeway. <laughs> I took you to the Sunrise Mall. No. Sunrise Mall is like weirdly in the middle of everything. Convenient location. Yeah, but not near any freeways, which is why it's constantly dying. <laughs> Babe, I'm pretty sure it's dead by now. The other thing keeping it in business is the Walmart next door. <laughs> there's not a walmart next door the walmart's on the other side of town it's target next door Damn it, i was guessing but when i did work at the macy's there i did have to be on the roof uh as part of the uh fourth of july fireworks display because if any because the roof was so outdated if any of the fireworks landed on the roof it would have caught fire yeah. so we had to be up there with the hose <laughs> flammable and inflammable being the same thing what, what a country. crazy country <laughs> All right, so we're at the mall. They're walking in, and uh, right off the bat, we get Ben Affleck coming in stage right and just plowing into Brody, and so he like spills his coffee on him a little bit or whatever. And I'm like, where the fuck was he going? I'm pretty sure that was answering the extended version, but I don't care. <laughs> he was probably going to work. Yeah, I think he was going like, I think in the extended version, he was like talking to Renee or whatever. And he was, like, running off to go get her some coffee or something like that, like, before his shift started. Because, yeah, it's kind of early morning or whatever. But, yeah, God, it's been at least 15 years since I've seen... Sushi! Is that right, Sush? Hey, yeah. buddy. Sushi doesn't like the fashionable male either. That's right. Come on, Sush! Fuck you, Batfleck. Sushi thinks Batfleck is derivative. <laughs> derivative. But yeah, there's a whole bunch of shit. They, they, I guess they find out there's this structure being erected in the middle of the mall. <laughs> erected. <laughs> and, uh, and they're like, oh, maybe it's the Easter Bunny. No, bullshit. The Easter Bunny's been set up since, you know, two days after Valentine's or whatever. St. Patrick's <laughs> He's over Day at the other something. end of the mall. What the fuck is this shit? <clears throat> like, they're acting like whatever this is is a personal attack on them. Well, of course, yeah. Which is weird. It's 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 Brody. That's That's his mall. The mall. You know, he he knows all about the ins and the outs and the going ons there and blah, blah, blah. But he blah. doesn't know shit about shit. Yeah. But then, uh, but you know who does know shit about shit? Hmm. Willem. Who's Willem, babe? Oh, Willem is the brother from uh, My Name is Earl. That's right. I, guess, I like to think they met at the small. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good old Ethan Suppley. He's just staring blankly at one of those magic eye pictures. and Which those don't work for me. Me neither. So I was looking it up uh, while this movie was going. Uh, apparently, 
that means you have stereo blindness, which means you don't see in stereo. You don't see the, right. your eye does you your brain doesn't focus on both eyes at once. It only focuses on one at a time. I can see the music. That's what it means, right? Yes. So. Yeah, it means you can't see the music. No. Because you have stereo blindness. <laughs> what if I get really high though? <laughs> I think you might still be stereo blind. Yeah, that's probably true. <laughs> But uh, yeah, basically, Willem uh, tells him. <clears throat> well, first off, he says he's been there for a week looking at this uh, magic eye thing, and I'm like, "Yeah, I don't, I don't, I got things to do." Right. But, uh, but he's like, "Oh yeah, they're setting up this uh, this stupid game show called Truth or Date." I'm like, oh shit, that's uh, Brandy's dad's show. Oh my god, I can't believe they're doing oh that god. here. And then, uh, I don't know, Bernie said something like, oh, oh, that's right. It's like, oh, it's just a, trying to get back 90s nostalgia by bringing up 70s game shows. Or we're like, well, they bring back good things from the 70s, like BJ and the Bear. Yeah. Here's an image I can't get enough of, a man and his monkey. Woo! Hey, what would you bring back from the 70s besides the Rockford Files? Cocaine. No, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> Sex without AIDS. Wait. <laughs> um, I, I, I mean, um, like television. <laughs> Oh, I mean, it's Rockford Files yeah. is what I would bring it's back. It's an easy answer. Yeah. James Garner. Yeah. He's a mayor. I'm trying to think if there's anything else, though. <laughs> I'm sure we'll think of something. Magnum was the 80s. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, Magnum was there to uh, fill the hole that MASH and Rockford Files was leaving. You know, I wish they would make like a... Oh, and Hawaii... Hawaii... the original Hawaii Five. Oh, wait, they already brought that oh, back. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, I really wish they would make a Westworld remake of some sort. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> so about that, we had Max for a couple of years and we never watched episode one of it. So. We did it. We kept talking about how we were going to do it. Yeah. Right after Game of Thrones. Yeah. There I go, babe. We didn't do that either. <laughs> Guess who doesn't have Max anymore, guys? Yeah. Just in time to miss the Flash. Oh. Oh, my mom's seen uh, all the Flash that were on uh, Netflix. Oh, the, the TV series, The Flash? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I'm sure it's great. She watched all of those Netflix Marvel ones, like every single one. All the ones that we didn't watch. She watched all of Jessica Jones, Ugh. all of uh, Iron Fist, Luke Iron Cage. Fist, Luke Cage. She watched Daredevil. Uh, she watched Daredevil. She watched Green Arrow. Man, that's DC, but yeah, okay. Dare, yeah, but yeah, yeah, Flash, all, Titans, all those, yeah, all, all of those, those, all of those. Man, she, are you sure your mom's not a fourteen-year-old girl? <laughs> Mother. <laughs> So now uh, Birdie has a new plan. Um, he's going to trash the show. Because yep. because how dare they put it up in his mall? I, I don't know. I, I think it's just to help T.S. get back at the dad or something. But yeah, I don't know. I, I, for whatever reason, they wa- they wanted to fuck up the show. Uh, but they need some hatchet men to help him out so they can't be traced back to him. Oh, man. Who do they get, babe? Jan That's right. By the way, there's a kitten behind them. <laughs> yeah, the pet store. They're in the front of the pet store. There's a black kitten who is fucking into whatever these guys are up to. So curious about all the people. Well, Silent Bob, he's trying to do the Jedi mind trick. And I think instead of like doing the levitation, he's like basically controlling that cat's mind. Right? Tell yeah. me that isn't the most curious cat in the world. Oh, yeah. Also, Steve, I hate to tell I, I was just going to say, I have some bad news about that cat, babe. All those cats are dead. It would be even older than Pickles, so it is certainly <laughs> dead. Or Highlander. <laughs> they are a gato. They have inside them all stinks. Wow. <laughs> uh, so yeah. So then, uh, 
What happens right? Yeah, so they basically convince them, uh, or basically they're like, "Hey, we need you to like fuck up this uh, game show." Like, "Oh man, we were gonna do that shit anyway." Silent Bob here even stole some schematics. Like, "Oh, okay, convenient, I guess." What, what do you got there? Oh, you don't, you don't. There's one major problem though. Lafours. <gasps> Who the fuck is Lafours? <laughs> Guys don't even know Lafours is. Babe, who's Lafours? Yeah. I'm sorry, uh, Dutch uh, heavyweight man of the world or whatever. Danish. 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 <laughs> strongest Danish man, 1983. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, LaForce is like the ultimate mall security guard. Eat shit, Paul Blart. Uh, yeah. Oh, dude. LaForce would own Paul Blart's ass. Dude, it would be Fatal Combat. Guys, come up and <laughs> check out our Patreon exclusive episode, Fatal Combat, now available. <laughs> He's gonna. He used him like a woman. <laughs> yeah. Guess what, guys? It's gonna tie into the end of this movie too. <laughs> but yeah, Lafour is like the ultimate security guard. You know, giant, seven foot, muscle bound Danish dude who yeah. doesn't have to speak because he has four hundred and sixty convictions with, <laughs> with two kills. Right. Like, yeah. yeah. Where's that flashback? <laughs> oh yeah, we get the joke where we see Willem staring at the magic uh, eye thing, and some kids come up and like. Oh, cool, a schooner. <laughs> you dumb bastard. It's a sailboat, not a schooner. Sailboat it's... is a schooner, dumbass. You know what? There is no Easter Bunny. That guy there is just a guy in a suit. <laughs> That's right. Uh, so then we uh, cut right into a super sperm discussion about how Superman would uh, split yep. Lois Lane in half with his Which super seed. Which we've also had this conversation. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, mean, I think everybody has, right? Yeah. Any any 14-year-old who knows what a comic is, I'm sure, has had this conversation. <laughs> Up until their mid to late 30s? Yeah. 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 Guys, you missed opportunity in 80, uh, Wonder Woman 84. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Oh, but then Brandon uh, Brody sees uh, Renee shopping. <gasps> I gotta go check this out. And so they go and chat, and he's obviously just still a dick. And uh, he's ba- he's basically like, "Hey, we gotta uh, you know divide our possessions and uh, you know visitation for the mall and shit." And she's just like, "Look, I put up with a bunch of bullshit when I was in a relationship with you." So get the fuck out of my face, basically. Look, now, I put up with your cute little bullshit when you said you could see my grandma's nipple oh, yeah. through you, her death gown. When you wanted me to strip tease the theme from Mighty Mouse. <laughs> but now that we're broken up, I'm not going to put up with your shit anymore. And I will beat your ass like a Cherokee drum. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah, still broken up. What a shocker. But Jane, Silent Bob have their first plan. Basically, they're going to get a, a sock full of quarters and run up and try to knock out LaFours. And then uh, when he's knocked out, then Jay pulls the pin or whatever. And the scaffolding goes blickety blam because apparently it's got this one weak spot spot where you pull out one little, I don't know, eyelid or whatever. And the whole thing collapses like the Death Star, they say. <laughs> right. But, yeah, uh, that, that's not how that shit works. Though. Yeah, how's that go, babe? How's, how's the plan go? Oh, there's like a bunch of plans. But this first one, though, with the socks. Oh, the, sock uh, the first one's, yeah, they're going to knock out LaForce with a sack of quarters while Silent Bob swings like Batman. No, that's a different one. That's a second. Okay. I don't know. I don't right. know. I, uh, yeah. All right, so they get it for this first one. And while they're like running over the plan, we see this kid kind of like, I don't know, Silent Bob like threatens to backhand him because he was getting too close or whatever. But then Silent Bob, he's got the sack. He's got the little Batman mask on. And he's running up, 
spinning that thing around and the kid sees and we see he's got this like uh old like wooden train or whatever tray to a uh, wooden train toy and he just rolls it out in front and silent bob oh he's slipping on like a roller skate <laughs> and basically ends up just like handing the sack of quarters to lafores and he's just like oh cool <laughs> and then he like uh oh that's right he like goes through uh I don't know, some lady shopping area hits, fucking like launches off of it and goes face first into like a fitting room. Oh, yes. And that's where we see uh, Joey Lauren Adams for the first time. Yeah, we don't know who she is yet, but cute blonde. Again, she had a bigger part in the first act that was cut out. But yeah, again, doesn't really matter because she doesn't have much to do with this movie. Uh, more later. But, um,. And then we cut to uh, T.S. and Brody, and they're on the escalator, and uh, Brody's kind of fixated with, you know, kids playing in the escalator, and we've all had these kind of things where it's like, well, you'll be, <laughs> you'll be happy when your kids are torn to fucking pieces or whatever. <laughs> they need to fear and respect the escalator. <laughs> yeah, Brody's freaking out about the kid. Oh, but then he notices someone else he knows from, from this movie. Hey, is that Trish over there? Babe, who's Trish? Oh, the 15-year-old who's doing the sex experiments. Yep. <laughs> so first off, we, were, we see this girl like a schoolgirl outfit or whatever. And Brody just walks up and fucking slaps the book she's reading out of her fucking hands. And I'm like, yeah, this is the hero of our movie, guys. Yep. Mm. <laughs> she's like, hey, Trish. Guys want him, girls want to be him. Yeah, basically, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, we we get through uh through a couple uh, Q and A because she never met TS before. Whatever. Like, oh yeah, she's fifteen years old, but she's super smart and uh, has like a twenty k advance from a uh, a publishing yeah, she house. She graduated with us or something. Yeah. Talk about uh the the mating rituals and the sex drive of the American male or whatever. And uh, he's like, what? Wait. My whole thing is, oh, and she's fifteen. This is gonna be great because they talk about how she has like partners from like fourteen to forty or something like that. And I'm like. Ah, oh, fucking Christ. So, <laughs> and uh, she also talks about, oh, yeah, you know, I also have, uh, you know, the, my research papers here, or, my, you know, my little calendar I keep my notes on, and uh, we also videotape all the encounters, and uh, they find out, babe, who who was her encounter last night? Oh, the guy, uh, the, the elegant male. Fashionable male. Fashionable yeah. male. <laughs> Good old Ben Affleck, and I'm like, oh, boy, <laughs> here we go. So, guys, we're planting the seed. There's a videotape of Ben Affleck plowing a 15-year-old in this movie. Oh, boy. wonder how that's going to turn out. Oh, that's right. And then also uh, she mentions, like, hey, T.S., I heard you were going to propose to uh, Brandy on a, some sort of theme park ride or something. How do you know? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, that's what I'm like. How the fuck does he know? The only person he told was Brody. And as far as I can tell, they've been side by side for the last... But, but that's the whole thing is, like, yeah. news travels fast. Yeah, in a small town or whatever, even though it's, what, Jersey or whatever they're in? I don't know. Yeah, but they, obviously they all know each other. Yeah. Anyway, enough of that Babe, bullshit. It's like a, it's like a galaxy long, long ago and a galaxy far, far away. Oh, that's right. It's all, every, all revolves around the same six yeah. characters. Yeah. yeah. Did you know that Brody's last name was Skywalker? Shit, I didn't. <laughs> that explains so much, though. That makes this movie make so much more sense. <laughs> I thought his last name was uh, Mitchell? What's the last name of the Alvin and the Chipmunks? I don't know. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I used to know that stupid shit. By the way, I do like that it's Alvin and the chipmunks, sort of implying that Alvin is not a chipmunk. <laughs> it's true. 
<laughs> Fun fact, all three of them are squirrels. I mean... Oh yeah, so anyway, fuck that noise. Let's go to the comic book store. Wait, why is there a line? <gasps> you're, ba- f- you're banned from the store, man. You can't come in here after the attitude you pulled. What the fuck do you mean? Why is there a line? Get out of my way! Nah, 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 nah. Again, kind of being an asshole. And like, I'm yeah. Abraham Lincoln, get out of my way! <laughs> Pretty much. And it's like, yeah, Stan Lee is signing comics. I'm like, wait, what? How did... Stan Lee? The Stan Lee? Not just some guy named <gasps> Stan Lee? <laughs> how, how how do I not know about this? Uh, what the fuck? I'm slipping in my old age. Like that kind of bullshit. Uh, so anyway, we get plan two now where uh, Jay and Silent Bob are... Uh, basically, Silent Bob's going to swing over the floors and like pull the pin. Like, you know, dressed as Batman. It's going to be great. How's that go, babe? Um, not well. <laughs> yeah, you, uh, you see him swing. <laughs> he see? misses LaForge, just barely tossles his hair. Yeah, toss it, to- like knocks his hat off. LaForge's like, whoop. And then, yeah, he goes to like reach for that pin. Whoop, misses it. And somehow gained more momentum and flies off into the nearest uh, fitting room again. And yep. again, oh, there's he, Joey Oh, he goes into the, the fitting room on the second floor. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> like, oh, what the fuck? And like, it gets clocked by Joey Lauren Adams. I forget what her name is in this movie. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Um, the, uh, shit. You said it earlier. Uh, who was it? Gwen. Gwen. Gwen's her name. That's yes. right. And uh, so we come back to DS and Brody, and they're still talking, because that's what you do in a Kevin Smith movie. And uh, basically Brody's like, what? You're, you're, you're young. You guys are still in college. Why the fuck do you want to get married anyway? It's like my grandma used to say, why buy the cow when you get the sex for free? Why buy the pig when you just want a little sausage? Yeah! <laughs> yeah, so that, but then uh, we see Jay and Silent Bob, they're running from LaFours, and... Uh, you know, they're like, uh, oh, shit. And they're like, I think they're in like the food court or you know, somewhere by it. And uh, know, there's like a whole fucking discussion about it. But yeah, Jane and Silent Bob kind of hide behind him. LaFour is like, <laughs> we see him like stop in the background, like scratch his head. Like, where'd they go? Aww. Anyway, they must have went this way. Uh, like, hey, we're going to have to take a pass on that whole stage destruction thing. Uh, afraid Toby Bitch here is going to kill himself. And you know. <laughs> but, uh, but then they see... Uh, uh renee with uh the guy from the fashionable mail uh oh, shannon. shannon not to be confused with shannon the girl playing renee right shannon and shannon are hanging out that's right and he's like all right i need to go get some answers uh ts i need you to run interference on uh, affleck there okay cool uh basically bibbity boop somehow he and uh brody and renee end up in the elevator with ts distracting uh affleck and uh we got this whole discussion in there where yeah, basically brody's still just an asshole but, uh, you know, they they have a little screaming match there, and it ends with her challenging his libido. And uh, I guess that leads to Pound Town? Because movie? Bow, bow. <laughs> oh, yeah, and of course he stopped the elevator. It's not like he'd go straight to Pound Town and the fight in the four seconds it takes to go yeah. up to the second floor. But, yeah, you know. Uh, but, yeah, ba- basically afterwards uh, she's like, yeah, so we're still broken up. But, you know, thanks, <laughs> I guess. And then, yeah, Brody uh, goes off running with T.S. or whatever before Affleck can whoop his ass. Um, yeah, yeah, they're still talking, like, in a back corner somewhere. Like, oh, man, you're glowing. You really like this chick. You know, uh, that kind of shit. Um, and then we see Gwen grabbing 
T.S. from behind, and uh, she catches an elbow in the tit, and I'm like, yeah, serves yeah. her fucking right. <laughs> you announce yourself when you come up behind somebody in an aggressive act like that. I'm just saying. And then she ends up kicking uh, T.S. in the nuts. That's right. Also, also justified. I don't know. I don't know. She She's there, and she's like, oh, yeah, I just saw... Oh uh, yeah, how'd you hear about us breaking up? Like, oh, cause I saw Brandy over by the stage uh, a couple minutes ago, and so you know, TS fucking runs off, and uh, we see uh, Brandy's dad, you know, Michael Rucker. Yeah, he's there, you know, setting up the stage and all that, and uh, fucking TS goes right up. I'm like, where's Brandy? I need to talk to Brandy. Where's Brandy? <laughs> and Michael Rucker is like, get the, get the fuck out, <laughs> you know, like trying to tell me what to do. I don't know. He goes this whole thing about, like, look, it's I, I don't want you hanging out with my daughter. She's too fucking good for you. We mm-hmm. all know that. He might as well have been, like, looking at the crowd or whatever. Like, right? There's right? no fucking way this guy's getting with her, right? But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, basically he calls for the guards and, uh, you know, like, like some security guard, like, takes him away or whatever off the stage. And then he's like, get me on the floors. I got an idea, you know. So then we cut to uh, him chatting with Gwen, and I don't know, she's just like changing underwear right there in the store, and I don't know, they're just having a conversation. I guess uh, T.S. and Gwen used to, I don't know, date for about a week or whatever back in the day. Gwen's uh, portrayed as a bit of a whore, you might say, but yeah. uh, uh, um, she's she's free with her sexuality. We'll, yes. We'll put that yeah. yeah. She's comfortable in her body, and she doesn't mind sharing it. Absolutely. And... Uh, <laughs> And, uh... <laughs> yeah. She's not uptight, babe. Yeah, right? And then Brody comes in, and he's like, well, you know, blah, blah, blah. Like, hey, both you guys are just mopey little bitches, blah, blah, blah. But, but Brody's like, hey, you know, our, our relationship is, is is unique. You know, it's it's like spooning. You know, you get your arm under like this, and you gotta find a place to put your other arm. But if I do it this way, like, my arm pops out of socket, or this way, it falls asleep. Cool, what's that gotta do with your relationship? Don't you get it? It's like a fucking metaphor or something, right? And everybody's like, whatever, you're just fucking rambling. And the cashier is just, <laughs> she looks horrified at first. And then he walks off and she's just like, I know exactly what he means. I have to go. Excuse me. Legit laugh. Um. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, Affleck shows up out of nowhere and starts beating Brody's ass. Like, like pulling him into the, uh, not the back alley of the mall, but you know, the... The back area of the mall, the, the the employee area, I guess. I don't know. That little hallway that goes usually to the restrooms or whatever. It just starts, yeah, beating the shit out of them back there. It's basically like, look, buddy, I like rebounds. They're more uh, suggestible to stupid shit. Uh, and that's why I'm going <laughs> to bang your girlfriend in a very uncomfortable place. You don't remember this running joke? Oh, I do. I go, do. Go for it. Oh, shit. Maybe I don't. Well, like the back of a Volkswagen? Oh, yeah, the back of a Volkswagen. <laughs> Hilarious. <Yeah. sighs> Predators. <laughs> They're funny. <laughs> so, so anyway, uh, a little bit later, T.S. and uh, I think Gwen or whatever, like, find Brody. And, you know, he's got his ass kicked. He was, like, in a candy store or whatever. I'm yeah. sorry, Jane Silent Bob are there, too. And he's like, yeah, it was a fucking Easter bunny. He fucking sucker punched me and, uh, you know, beat the shit out of me before oh, I yeah, could I told him uh, he was, uh, 
Yeah, I told I told him his co- costume was derivative of substandard, and he just flipped on me, man. Yeah. Well, that's not right, man. He needs to be able to learn like how to take some criticism. We're gonna beat his ass. Yeah. James and uh, Bob go to exact justice. Like, no, no, you don't have to. I really deserved it. I really did. Ah, the fuck. Ah, uh, he's under a lot of pressure. Yeah. But then, uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, so that that scene ends eventually. And then Gwen goes and, like, chats with Brandy when she says she had to go somewhere. And I'm like, oh, okay. I don't know what that's all about, but whatever. Oh, but, no, uh, Brandy leaves, uh, or sorry, uh, Gwen leaves to go find Brandy. Oh, she's just, yeah, cause she's yeah, like, cause, I gotta go, I gotta go. But, yeah. Like, she had to go to work or something, but. Yeah, yeah she ends up having to go home for something, but. Yeah, yeah so stops she, like Brandy first. She's yeah. like, all right, you guys have fun. You're just gonna leave him here bleeding out. Yeah, I gotta go. Have a good day, guys. Bye. Hey, Brandy. How are you doing? So T.S. is a nice guy, and I'm like, no, he fucking isn't. No, he's fucking awful. I mean, maybe compared to the scum of the earth you're hanging out with, but I mean, not really. And basically sort of like, if you don't take him back, maybe I'll try again with him. Yeah. Great stuff. So anyway, then, uh, I don't know, the dad's assistant or whatever comes up to T.S. and is like, hey, uh, Mr. Mr. Brandy wants to talk to you after this fucking <laughs> And, uh... sorry it's like spelving or some shit like that but anyway um and uh you know ts is like well obviously this is a trap but i I still should go talk to him because you know if i'm gonna end up banging his daughter again i should probably try to smooth that out brody's got a plan brody's got a plan babe Uh, what's brody's plan babe sting palm and see it's where you take your hand and you shove it up your ass and then it comes out all nice and sweaty and stinky. And then you, you like shake hands with him. And then like for two or three days, he's got to explain why his hand smells like shit. His family won't think he knows, doesn't know how to wipe his ass or something. Oh, uh, but then you have a hand that smells like ass, right? Hey, <laughs> war's rough on all of us, man. <laughs> so anyway, T.S. then goes to see the dad without Brody, of course, and without yeah. taking his advice. Because why would you? Um, And he's... Uh, He's basically talking. Oh yeah, we see the dad. He's like talking to like all the uh, I don't know TV executives or whatever, and uh, basically like it, this has to go through smoothly. This can't be like the last clusterfuck you did. I think that was also part of the first act they cut out, mm. um, or like a flashback or something of it. But anyway, it has to be perfect. All right, don't worry, it will. I, I made all you know, covered all my bases. We're good here. And then TS walks up and he's like, "All right, gentlemen, if you excuse me," and he goes to talk to TS and he's basically like, "Look." I have no doubt that you've somehow slithered your way into my daughter's nether regions. And <sighs> I I can accept that. We all make mistakes. But I want better for her. She deserves better. You are a shit stain of a human being. And I don't want her being around you anymore. Capiche? He's like, whatever, man. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, all right, cool. And he raises his hand to call for security. Then out of left field, here comes Brody. Hey, hey! Mr. Spelding. And you see his fucking sweaty ass hand shaking and blah, blah, shaking. Oh, good to see. It's been so long. Hey, would you like a chocolate pretzel? (sighs) And the scene continues from there. And you see the chocolate in the sweaty hands and and Mr. Spelding eating it and licking his his fingers and good stuff. But then he also, then afterwards, he just calls the guards and they take uh, Brody and T.S. away. And LaForce is there, too. Oh, shit. They're screwed. <laughs> You're about to be used as a woman. Anyway. Oh, that's right. As they're being uh, taken away or whatever, um, I, I think Brody tells Renee, like, Hey, get Jay and Silent Bob. We need their help. 
and uh like she she goes to get them and oh that's right they're like hanging out with uh, like harassing uh willem or whatever the magic eye photo like you know what i see i see a big sailboat some big titty mermaids and shit yeah you know. but then uh yeah renee comes around in like hey the cops uh took a took a, took him go get him there you know he goes running off and then willem he's been staring at a magic eye picture for the last week or so glances over at renee and what does he say babe did he say brenda and she says dick and punches him why is that a joke babe i don't know because brenda's her character from 90210 oh, and the, only, only, the only thing she's known for before this movie and nothing else after i, I guess she was in charmed oh, she huh? was in charmed yeah for and like then, a season no 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 for like the first seven seasons she's the oldest she's the oldest sister hey, and Sush, then she back. wanted more money and so she she, <laughs> she wanted that mall rats money yeah, she left, and then she was in a series of uh, Lifetime movies where she was a photographer who kept dating guys who wanted to kill her. Hi, Sush. How are you? Welcome back. Thank you for not bumping the apparatus holding our microphone. Oh, I wiping the microphone what? with my look, tail, Steve. Look, you got a you got a bed over here, buddy. Yeah. Come over here. But I'm right here. Come over here. But I'm right here. But you smell so bad. Come over I here. I do. I do smell bad. Do you smell bad? Come on. Over here, buddy. Come on. Good boy, come on. Yes. Oh, good boy. Oh, good boy. Oh, Sushi, you love this movie so much. You just wanted to join us. Oh. Beat the microphone with his tail. Yep, as one does. Uh, so, yeah, meanwhile, uh, just outside in the, like, back of the mall or whatever, LaFours and the security guys, they're taking Brody and T.S. out back. And then LaFours pulls out some some contraband. Oh. Drops a dime bag on him. Oh, I see what it is. We found this contraband here, and we'll go to jail at least long enough for the show to be done. And I'm like, probably a little longer than that, my friend. Yeah. It's 1995. It's not 2020. The war on drugs is real. Yeah. But then... Dink. Babe, what's that thunking noise I just heard? LaForce getting knocked out by Jay and Silent Bob. <laughs> yeah, Jay with a fucking baseball bat. And then he does the son of Jarrell, Neil Beforezad. <laughs> Snoochie boochies. And, and then they take off running, so all the other security guards take off running. Yep. And how do they get away, babe? Oh, grappling hook to yeah. the roof. Batman 89, baby. <laughs> how do you get those wonderful toys? <laughs> yeah, meanwhile, uh, Brody and TS, they gotta get the fuck out of there, because they were about to be, you know, uh, about to go to Aspac in prison. And so where do they have to run to, babe? That's right, they go to the flea market. <laughs> yeah, I fucking yeah. love flea markets. That's right. That's right. So we okay. went to the flea market, the highlight of Izzy's uh, what viewing of this show. I love flea markets, Steve. By the way, babe, you, you, you see who uh, Brody uh, yelled at off screen? I, I think I only noticed it this time. No. But he's like, oh yeah, there's a lot of good deals, great people. Hey, Walt! Hey, Brody! Who's Walt? Cousin Walter? Oh, that's what I assume. Okay. I know Walt, I know Walt was a popular name in my family, but I don't think it's uh, around the world that way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just know that this time they said, "Hey, Walt." I'm like, "Oh shit, is that cousin Walter from all the stories we're at the flea market?" That checks yeah, out. That makes that makes sense. Yeah, there's also a guy in a clerk's hat. You noticed? Oh yeah, yeah. They're like going through the stuff, and uh, TS put on a clerk's hat, and I'm like, Haha, just noticed that one too. All right. <laughs> 
But, uh, but you know, they're still pining, like, oh, what am I going to do? I can't get back to the mall. I mean, like, Brandy's going to go on vacation with this guy from the show instead of me. And wah, 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 yeah, fucking wah. I'm a big baby. Wah, wah, wah. Pretty much. I didn't make a billion dollars. <laughs> More on that in fun facts. No. But uh, instead, uh, Brody suggests, hey, you need some sage-like advice, my friend. Mm-hmm. From Ivana. Oh, who's Ivana, Steve? Oh, only the top, pal- top, topless palm reader in all of New Jersey. Oh. <laughs> and of course, T.S. is uh, skeptical of uh, getting advice from a topless fortune teller or whatever. But, uh, you know, $58.60 later. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we, we see this, uh, this is where Priscilla Barnes comes into the movie. And uh, basically about 30 seconds into her spiel... Um, <laughs> They're basically, basically, they're like, hey, look, we, we know this is all bullshit, whatever, blah, blah, blah. She's like, oh, cool, so I can just drop my character and just go back to having a Jersey accent instead like of being, being a gypsy a or something. Girl. Yeah. But uh, basically, she's like, oh, cool, well, I'll still give you a reading. I just have to take off my top. <gasps> Babe, she has something a little extra. Third nipple! Yeah! And for some reason, Brody's, like, really grossed out by it. Freaking the fuck out. <laughs> T.S., on the other hand, is kind of into it. Yeah. Well, he he doesn't even notice, though. He's just more like, like, like she's talking about the reading, like, oh, you're both having romantic troubles. She has and... to rub her boobs to get... Of course. I mean, yeah. It's a source of her power. You know, yep. Her feminine ways and whatnot. Um, but yeah, you must combine your efforts because one of you expresses your, your longing and the other hides it. Like, that's, oh my God, that's exactly what's going on. One of you will get back together with your loved one. The other one will not. I thought she said that. No, no. She said what, what was happening, what was it? But you need to combine okay. your efforts in order for both of you to get your love. Because okay. they, they, they both end up happy. I mean, spoilers. <laughs> I mean, we'll see if they end up happy at the end. Well, we'll, we'll see. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, uh, you know, TS is like super charged. Like, all right, let's go. Let's do this. Uh, meanwhile, uh, Brody's just like upset or whatever. And... And then, like, after they leave, she, like, pops off her third nipple and, like, cleans it off. Like, it gets oh, every time. Oh, she eats it. She, no, she I, I, ate it. Like, I, I always thought, yeah. She but, popped it off and... See, see, I always thought it was, like, a pepperoni or something, and then she ate it or whatever. Yeah. I think it's just, like, a like a thick, like, suction cup thing. And I think she was just, like, cleaning it off so it would stick she, again. She's got... Whatever. She has it completely in her mouth, and both hands are away from her mouth. Yeah. Uh, I don't yeah. Know. Maybe it's just a pepperoni. Guys, let me know. You know, no, it's it's like well, a fake it's like a fake nipple, but then she eats it for some reason. You know what? This sounds like a perfect question for uh, X. <laughs> the uh, third nipple in mall rats. Is it a pepperoni or plastic? No, it's a real it's a real like fake nipple. Yeah, it's not a, just a pepperoni, but for some but reason she, she eats, eats it. it. Oh, it's a gummy gummy nip. Maybe. Ooh, there we go. Okay, I'll buy that. Uh, so yeah, so they head back to the mall, and uh, now their plan is to be on the dad's show as. Like the yeah, bachelors, the, con- the contestants. Okay, they that, can that win makes, her love. That makes sense. Uh, so T.S. Uh, you know talks to Jane, Silent Bob, and is uh, I, I don't know. Basically, goes over the plan or whatever. Uh, meanwhile, Brody is just like off somewhere, staring at lingerie or whatever. When he hears a a little cameo coming up from behind, babe, who is this cameo? <gasps> is that Stanley? Stanley cameo. <laughs> and uh you know stanley he 
he he's like a bit like oh man you gonna get that for your uh, girlfriend or something he's like what are you fucking weird wait a minute holy shit you're stan lee oh. in the flash that's me um and yeah so they stan lee and brody are like having a conversation where stan lee's basically talking about couples he sees in the mall and brody's like so so the thing like is this donk made out of orange rock too or can mr fantastic like stretch everything uh that's uh that's a trade secret yeah Typ- typical 12 year old stuff right yeah yeah but uh <laughs> yeah like, oh but look at that couple over there in love look at you talking about that what what's that about stan I just love a couple in love. And then we get the sad story of, you know, there was a girl back before the comics and everything. Uh, I was so in love with her. Um, but, you know, I I was childish. And uh, I, the comics just meant so much to me. And getting that off the ground. And uh, we just went our separate ways. I always had that one regret. Even though I've slayed as much trim as Mick Jagger in my day. <laughs> God damn, that's hot. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, look at that stupid bitch now. <laughs> I mean, not, not li, li, like like two, 2020, not 1995. Stanley, he uh, yeah, he he had to be in a Kevin Smith movie. He wasn't doing too well. <laughs> but yeah, basically, uh, yeah, he goes in this whole monologue thing about like, oh, I made characters to hide my own shame and regret in the whole situation, and I would trade it all for just one day, one day with her. And uh, Rory's like, huh, interesting. I know what I gotta do. And then she goes and finds Trish and is like, hey, do you have that tape from last night? Remember the Ben Affleck sex tape with a minor? Yeah, we got that somewhere. Yeah. And like, oh, cool, get Silent Bob to help. He's gonna, you know, he's an electrical genius. He's gonna hook up the show and we'll be able to play the tape and it's gonna be great. <laughs> we'll ruin the show and put Ben Affleck in jail. <laughs> kind of high stakes now. Anyway, so then we cut back to the game show. Uh, they're getting getting set up, and uh, Brandy's dad isn't doing too well. No, he's puking. Yeah, he might have a might have a little dysentery or something going on. <laughs> he he's not going to make it to the end of Oregon Trail, that's for Ooh, sure. He is not. Yeah, but uh, meanwhile, backstage, uh, we saw you see Jay pops up and gets like two of the contestants high off a dime bag or whatever, a couple joints or something. That's right, we even heard the uh, Sublime song in the soundtrack. But, I smoke two joints in the morning, I smoke two joints at night. <laughs> but um, what's his nuts? TS gets back there and he's like, wait, where's the third one? There never was a third one. Anna walks the third one, good old Gil, hey. played by Dante from Clerks. <laughs> he wasn't even supposed to be there today. But, yeah, anyway, long story short, now Brody and TS are con- contestants one and two and Gil's number three. And, uh, okay, so the game show's starting, and we have the announcer, you know, your, your Wink Martindale for the day. Um, I forget what his name was, like Bob Simmons or some shit like that. Some some bullshit. But he, he's introducing the suitors and the suitorette. Yeah. Our suitorette is Brandy. She majors in astronomy and earth sciences. And I'm like, oh, wow, I never noticed that before. Um, maybe she does deserve TS. <laughs> Oh, wait, does that mean she's going to be a lady scientist? Because for some reason I hear astronomy and earth sciences, I'm thinking, like, witch or... Astrology. Se- se- selling crystals? As- astronomy. <laughs> astronomy is... So astronomy is the study of the stars. It was uh, okay. He said astrology. Okay, uh, so, okay, yeah. yeah. Ast- okay, so astrology and earth sciences. Yeah. Yeah, so, but- yeah. So she's she's studying to be a, a topless fortune teller. Nice. <laughs> Catch on the sequel. No. 
but uh yeah everyone gets introduced and uh <laughs> yeah it's 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 basically like the uh, not the dating game was it the dating game where they ask the questions like this yeah that's right honeymoon and the, honeymoon uh, game was and the newlywed the game yeah newlyweds is when it was the couples answering the yeah. questions but yeah when it was the one of three or the love connection that's what it was right i don't know <laughs> damn it chuck woolery where are you when i need you checks imdb oh god damn it him <laughs> uh, <laughs> trebek and barker hanging out and uh... <laughs> but babe if you were a car what kind of car would you be when you don't dump your boyfriend in <laughs> no babe really if you were a car what kind of car would you be oh like what kind of car would i want to be or what kind of car am i probably <laughs> yeah babe what car are you shaped like <laughs> that's what the question goes right well let's see i was born in 85 great year for cars <laughs> yeah. all right paint job could use some work I'm like, <laughs> probably around three hundred thousand miles on you by now okay yeah probably probably uh let's see let's face it i'm probably one of those uh, little geo metros <laughs> <laughs> you can knock every fucking bumper off and they just keep going <laughs> i can see it how about you steve I'm a Jeep, baby. Woo! 81 Jeep. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> What's the difference between 81 Jeep and a 2023 Jeep? Uh, I don't know, probably Bluetooth compatibility or something. <laughs> right. Uh, and, uh, babe, if we were making Whoopi, what kind of noises would you make? What the fuck is Whoopi? <laughs> oh, you mean like when we're fucking? <laughs> Guys, it's a it's a hilarious little scene. the The game show part of this this movie is probably the funniest part, right? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, I don't know. And, yeah, you get a whole bunch of like super responses and stuff. And after a surprisingly long time, it takes her to figure out that it's Brody and TS as the yeah. other two contestants. You think she'd know their voices, right? Or their homophobic talk, or you know anything like that. But and then okay. And then when uh, T.S. starts, like, questioning her back, like, how strong are your convictions and stuff, I'm like, so is the game show house dead off screen? Like, they just haven't shown yeah. him? Like, oh, gonna... he died. Him <laughs> dead. Because nobody's stepping in and being like, all right, kids, shut the fuck up and do this <laughs> the right way. But, um, oh, yeah, and eventually we get another uh, second story about uh, Brody's cousin, Walter, and uh, how he was on an airplane one time, and the hydraulics went out, and so he started whipping his dick out and started beating it like mad. And then everybody kind of got the cue and thought, why not? And so they start beating their pieces. Uh, but then the hydraulics kick back in, and they land safely. And then whenever it talks about it again. Oh! Will you come or what? <laughs> Jesus, Gil, there's just some things you don't talk about in public. <sighs> Guys, it's hilarious. <laughs> Is it? <laughs> yes, I yeah, so yeah, eventually they're just, basically they're just yelling at each other on, on stage or whatever, and like no one's even stepping in. Or, I, I think the game show host does say at one point, like, uh, hey guys, can we get back to it? And Brody's like, hey, <laughs> was like, hey, Richard Dawson, why don't you sit the fuck down until the feud's ready or whatever. <laughs> and uh, Oh yeah, the Gil's on the end like, uh, um, when do I get to talk? Oh, I did like uh, Gil's uh, oh, yeah. first date was... <laughs> The yeah. same as fashionable males? Pretty much. Like, I take you shopping at the stores you'd like to go to, and then uh, maybe take it in opera, like Deflator Mouse or whatever. But uh, yeah, basically towards the end, Brody's like, oh my god, I'm tired of you people talking. Look, you're both retarded for each other. Just fuck or get off the pot. Uh, so yeah, so then they uh, T.S. and Brandy kiss, and I'm like, when do they fall 
have. Um, and then the cops finally show up. And I'm like, wow, it's been a while. This is great. We cut back to uh, Willem, who's still staring at that magic eye thing. And Stan Lee comes walking by like, oh, neat, a sailboat. <laughs> and Willem just starts flipping out like, no, why, God? <laughs> why have you forsaken me? <laughs> Uh, but then, uh, you know, the game show host guy, he's like, hey, well, looks like we found a love connection for these two as they're, like, making out on stage. <laughs> and then Brody's like, eh, give me that goddamn mic. I'm taking over hosting duties here for a minute. You. I believe you have something of mine. Yeah, what's that? Not you, Affleck. Her. The girl. You have my heart. <laughs> Babe, when do they fall in love? I guess when she he was talking about his cousin beating it all night. <laughs> no. Well, and, and, and her response to the, you have my heart is, what can I say? I love the retard. 1995, baby! Woo! Uh, By the way, we're replacing that with retread. Re okay. Well, <laughs> I love the retread. <laughs> I love the reboot. <laughs> Remix? Remix. We'll go with that. Anyway, uh, so yeah, they, uh, eventually Trish showed up and uh, Jade tries like handing the, the sex tape from last night or whatever to Silent yeah. Bob, who's like hanging upside down below him. But uh, it's missed. It's just outside of Silent no! Bob's reach. But then he starts trying to do the Jedi mind trick thing like he was doing earlier in the movie. And you hear down there, Willem's like, oh God, why? And he like kicks the pole. Why can't I see it? Why? Why I, just why I see, see the sailboat? I just want to see a sailboat. And he kicks the pole, and that knocks the tape up into Silent Bob's hands. He gives a little look at the crowd, puts in the the VHS player. See, kids, before DVDs even, there were these things called VHSs. They were like little cassettes. Right? And then uh, as the cops are about to take Brody away, oh, there's something on the screen. Oh, it's Ben Affleck uh, going backdoor on a 15-year-old. And uh, so the cops have a new uh, suspect. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I feel like they would still take Brody, too, but, you know. Oh, yeah. Oh, 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 babe. All of them. Yeah, because Brody's like, hey, and that girl's 15. What? She said she was 36. Oh, come on, guys. Tell me you wouldn't have done it. Uh, so, yeah, he gets arrested. And like, how, like they're even like walking him away and Brody's like getting ready to punch him. Like, hey, 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 we can't let you punch a guy that's in custody. Like, oh, come on. Just once. Come on. Okay. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, T.S. and Brandy are back together. And, uh uh jay's like talking to silent bob like oh my god the tape was out of your reach how did you do it and he just kind of shrugs holy shit fucking jedi mind trick right ah! like, and of course silent bob because he does the one line per movie was what does he say babe oh god what did he say adventure excitement jedi craves not these things uh yes <laughs> hilarious uh brody and renee they meet up and chat for a bit and he's like hey so i know i know you may still th not want to hang out but if you're not doing anything maybe you can meet my mom tomorrow night <gasps> so then uh see so yeah, how they kiss and uh i don't know brandy's dad's fucking ruined so he's gonna get kicked out of his house and uh brandy's gonna be looking for a place to live but can't be with ts because i'm assuming he's sleeping on brody's couch i don't know what that whole situation is but uh yeah i don't know it is the 90s maybe they could afford to go to college and also live so yeah instead uh you know the dad's ruined but the executives they're like hey but this guy though brody 
have you ever considered hosting a, hosting the late show or the the, the tonight show? And he's like, uh, yeah. What this asshole? <laughs> and then we cut to the credits, babe, because uh, we find out. Yes, indeed, Brody takes over hosting duties of the Tonight Show. And Renee is the the band leader for him. Yeah, and she plays the drums. Uh, You know, T.S. and Brandy get married at Universal Ah. Studios, right where Jaws jumps out of the water. Ah. It's the most romantic thing I've ever heard in my life. (laughs) Uh, Let's see, uh, Trish, she completes her book, and it's like a bestseller for like 72 weeks or some shit like that. And she's a bazillionaire. And then she goes on to solve mysteries in Cabot Cove, Maine. But babe, what happened to the guy from Fashionable Mail? He went to prison. That's right. Because guys, we see, we basically see like, you know, Ben Affleck's hand like holding the prison bars or whatever. And I'm pretty fucking sure it's Sven Thorson's giant oven mitt of a hand that like just caresses caresses his arm. And I'm like, holy shit, this is the same year as Fatal Combat. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, going to use him like a woman. That's right. LaFour's, Le- uh, I don't know, brother that lived on the other side of the yeah. law. Uh, fuck, what was his name in Fatal Combat? Like Dracona or? Yeah, I think it was like Dracona. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, Dracona's going to use that like, like a woman. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, we show Willem, like, just down on his luck, and it says, Willem finally saw the sailboat. And he's like, wait, yeah? That's cool. Uh, yeah, I finally get to see it. And then uh, Jay and Silent Bob and an orangutan named Suzanne are going off on their own adventure, walking down that road like the Incredible Hulk. And I'm like, ah, but that's another story. Roll credits. Guys, that's Mallrats. Babe, did you enjoy this movie? <laughs> it's not my favorite. It is a better Kevin Smith movie. Okay. Yes. Like a, like a top three Kevin Smith movie. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say that. Yeah. Yeah. And I and I, I like about half of his movies. I'm like, like I guess it, the there's two or three I haven't seen like Red State and whatever, but yeah, Yoga Hosers. I don't need to see that shit. Trust me. Um, no. <laughs> yeah, I, I obviously I enjoy this movie. I I remember a lot of the the lines and stuff from it, even though. I've seen it, like, once before in the last 20 years, maybe. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, guys, uh, if you don't have the 10-year collector's edition, I think there's also, like, a 25 one. I don't know. They're, they're out there. But uh, I think it's also on, like, Amazon for a couple bucks. I don't know. If you're looking for something to do, check it out. Why not? Yeah, why not? Yeah. Well, on that note, we're going to take a quick commercial break. Oh, when we come back, though, we have more beer. Huh? Fun facts. <gasps> And what we learned from Mulrats. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Hey everybody, are you looking for the perfect stocking stuffer for the holidays? Do you like supporting the arts? Well then you need to check out untidyvenus.etsy.com The top one-stop shop that always pops her top. <laughs> are you a fan of dinosaurs? Snacks? Dinosaurs made out of snacks? Movie monsters? Unicorns? Cats? 
Dogs? Rats? Shrimp? Pokemon? Tie-dye? Paracord bracelets? Paracord dog leashes? Enamel pins? Coloring books? Block prints? Watercolor? Pet portraits? Buttons? Magnets? Stickers? Bottle openers? Artist trading cards? Or really anything else that's awesome? Then stop on by untidyvenus.etsy.com. That's a goddess who's bad at housekeeping.etsy.com. New items are popping up all the time, so be sure to follow her on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, or Patreon at untidyvenus. Or visit her website at izzycreates.com for the latest. Did I mention the Snackosaurs? How about Gary the Unicorns? Untidyvenus.etsy.com, the goddess who's bad at housekeeping. Check it out now. Hey everybody, this is Jason. And Jeff. And Blake. And we're the History of Bad Ideas podcast. And if you like hearing uh, geeks talk about Fisto from He-Man. Or zombies or dragons or zombie dragons. I was given copy to read, but it's a piece of crap. So if you just like any geek or any fun stuff, just listen. We drop every Wednesday on iTunes, Stitcher, Tangent Bound Network, or WeBeGeeksPC.com. Oh, God, I'm out of here. And remember to wear a coat. Hey, everybody. Join us for our next Podcart Fest, a celebration of podcasting and art. With so many incredible artists of all kinds being affected by the pandemic and shutting down of festivals in general, uh, we wanted to bring them together to one incredible virtual festival and give you the opportunity to interact with them directly in their virtual booth, uh, witness them demonstrate their marvelous skills on our live stream, show off some of their new products in their shops, and just have a great fun time in general at Podcart Fest. For the latest information, please follow us at Podcart Fest on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Podcart Fest. That's P-O-D-C-A-R-T-F-E-S-T. Where you can stay up to date on which podcasters, crafters, actors, painters, directors, creators, and more will be featured. Oh, did I mention it's free? Because Podcart Fest is free. So you can pass that admission fee right along to an artist who needs your help in these desperate times and have a bunch of fun with some amazing personalities while getting some unique gifts and art for yourself or a loved one. Uh, see you soon at Podcart Fest, hosted by Everything I Learned from Movies. Hey, Stephen Izzy, it's your old pal Mark Summers from the Nickelodeon Days, Double Dare, and many other shows. But uh, I'm here to say, Everything I Learned from Movies is unbelievable. What a great job you guys have done. Please tell me you don't feed Twinkies to the cats. And we're back. Oh my god, Steve, those were the greatest ads that have ever added. In the history of adding! Oh, she said it! They get better every week! Uh, They're better than a Kevin Smith movie! Oh, babe, I don't know about you, but... uh. I'm a little thirsty. Oh, I'm still sober. You get some from the food court for us? Let's fix this. We have from Kettle House Brewing in Montana, a cold smoke scotch ale. 6.8% alcohol by volume. <laughs> so close. Brewed and canned in Kettle House Brewing Company in Bonner, Montana. Bonner? B-O-N-N-E-R. <laughs> Bonner. A cold smoke, light bottomless powder, uh, Carved by skiers and borders. Okay. Smooth, roasty, robust finish. Yeah. I'm gonna pop this top. Oh, my top. Ooh. Nice. It is effervescent. Foamy. Foamy. In the pot. Oh, yeah. Uh, beautiful brown beer. Looks like it's got some auburn highlights. Nice, thick head on it. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah you can smell that peat right up front Ooh, fuck yeah a little bit of that malty background you get some of the carbonic bite in there with mm. the smell too yeah yeah the, the uh, carbonation on this is a little higher than usual with like most uh 
Well, I guess mm-hmm. the only other Scotch ales we usually get are like Old Chub and yeah. Else we can this find. is very effervescent, but you know what it yeah, it, it elevates it because otherwise it'd be very heavy beer. Yeah, it's kind of like a like 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 you put Scotch and like do a highball or whatever, yeah. like just make it nice and bubbly. And... Which is our preferred uh, cocktail for having cocktails, mm-hmm. just yeah. Scotch and bubbly water. Yeah, I mean, I definitely get that peat note. Yeah, nice, uh, like roasty notes and stuff too, and <laughs> nice, like kind of earthier hop profile, I guess, with it. Yeah, a little bit of pine, but I think that just kind of brightens it up. And yeah, pretty sweet. Kettle House Brewing Cold Smoke Scotch Ale. Woo! Content, contents beer. Yeah, thanks. Mm. Well, babe, Steve, would you be interested in any fun facts about this movie? I don't know, Steve. Are they fun facts? Super fun facts? Because they're fun, fun facts. Because if not, get the fuck out. Well, let's find out. (laughs) All right, babe. Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, boy. What do you think the critics thought of Mallrats? Do the critics think of Mallrats? They do. There's a score. Okay. Okay. And spoilers, there's also an audience score. So keep that in mind, too. They're not the same. I am going to go with my super generous 17%. Babe, this is close to being fresh at 58% with the critics. Oh, really? But, nobody gives a fuck about the critics. What about that audience? Fuck those critics, boy. Um, uh, I'm going to go 36. 82% with the okay. audience, babe. Yeah, I forget that Kevin Smith has like... Well, he, especially he, in the 90s, he, he, had, a, he, had, he had fans. Yeah. Yeah, he had like a, oh God, who's the director who goes on Twitter whenever people don't like his movie to get his... his Snyder? Snyder. He's got, he had like Snyder. Zack Snyder fans. <clears throat> oh, do you say that? Because basically right after this, like, um, I think it was after after this or Chasing Amy, I forget, which is when he started doing the writing for the uh, the Superman Lives with uh, <laughs> Nick Cage and the giant robot spider and what? The beer. What? Oh, the spear? Uh, the spear? The spear? Yes, sorry. Is that what you're looking for? All right, babe. Any guesses on the budget for this movie? Um, one million dollars. Eight million dollars. <laughs> Only half of it went to Stanley. No, I don't know. Eight I million mean, dollar budget. I, I think it's mostly renting out the mall in the nineties yeah. for like a month or whatever. <laughs> they didn't just find one that was getting destroyed. Yeah, I guess not. Well, <laughs> no, they had to go with what was close there in Jersey. I guess. Uh. Any guesses what the worldwide gross for this movie was? Oh, seven million. Close, two point one million dollars. Floppity flop flop flop. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, apparently after this and like chasing Amy <laughs> didn't make money it was when it was like, well maybe I could just be a writer and get the money up front kind of thing. <laughs> All right. Oh, actually, I'm sorry. This wasn't filmed in New Jersey. This was filmed in Eden Prairie, Minnesota. Hey. Uh, down the road from Fargo, which was shooting at the exact same time. Woo! That's right. I thought it, so. Uh, I seem to remember back when uh, I listened to uh, Kevin Smith's podcast or whatever. He'd mentioned like for for this movie, he'd like ran over to the Fargo set to like steal some film or something like that, or get get something they needed on short notice. I don't know. But originally. William Atherton was Kevin Smith's first choice to play Mr. Svenning, the uh, Brandy's dad. Oh, shit. You know who William Atherton is, babe? Who's he, Steve? He's Peck from Ghostbusters. Ah! And Thor's Hammer from Workaholics. 
That he would have been real fucking good. Yeah, totally. Uh, but Atherton chose not to do it because the film was aimed at a teenage audience. Babe, this R-rated movie was aimed at a teenage audience, apparently. That makes sense in the 90s. I guess. Uh, the studio almost replaced Jason Mewes with Seth Green. <laughs> hey! Uh, Kevin Smith insisted that Mewes should play uh, play Jay because that's basically him in real life. Uh, but the studio made Smith take auditions for the role. Brecken Meyer also auditioned, but in the end, all concerned agreed that Mewes was right for the part. There you go. All right. I think Seth Green would have been fine in that role. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, he's... But but would he have been able to have that that kinetic raw energy that Jason Mewes has? I've seen Idle Hands. I know Seth Green has horrible choices. All of them do. All of them do. But then Seth Green came back with uh, Greg the Bunny. That's true. And Robot Chicken. uh... (laughs) And that one episode of The X-Files. That's right. Where he plays the stoner kid. I remember watching the well, when you were trying to watch all of the X Files, and yeah. then we got cut off. But like that, came and we like, so fucking green. What is he doing here? <laughs> yeah, I think it was still like fifteen or sixteen or something like that at that point too. Uh, Universal wanted either. All right, babe. Here are the three people that Universal wanted for the role of Brody: Mike Myers, mm-hmm. Adam Sandler, mm-hmm. or Chris Farley. See any of them as a uh, as Brody instead of Jason Lee? Eh, Jason Lee was fine. Yeah, yeah, Jason Lee's right. This 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 is the movie that made him a star, basically. Well, star quote, you know, Dick Fingers, whatever. But <laughs> <laughs> you know, he was a big deal. Was he? Yeah. Or was he a medium deal? My name is Earl. Oh. I think that was like twelve years. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, he was in other things, you know, <laughs> other things that weren't Kevin Smith movies too. Oh, uh, Dreamcatcher. Dreamcatcher. <laughs> Working alongside the likes of Morgan Freeman. Come on, babe. Scooby Dooby Doo. <laughs> and Down Syndrome Wahlberg. I'm sorry. Uh, and they also wanted uh, another person to play T.S. Quint. Any guesses who that could have been in 1995? Think Reality Bites. Still a star to this day. Ethan Hawke. Hey. Of course, that's kind of like saying, yeah, I'd like George Clooney to be the lead in my movie. I'm sure you would. Of course. Oh, Mel Gibson didn't want to be in Starship Troopers? That's weird. Yeah. But <laughs> uh, Brody's comic book collection seen in the movie was director Kevin Smith's collection at the time. What? Uh, and apparently that was the collection he was able to purchase back after selling his original collection to finance production of Clerks the year before. All right. And obviously it's grown since then. It says here, and I'm like, yeah, no shit. Thanks, IMDb. Yeah, no fucking shit. That's all he does. Mas- he, he just masturbates into hockey sweaters and uh, reads comic books, right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, while shopping, Renee, uh, Shannon Doherty, is seen wearing at least three different outfits. Doherty had a clause in her contract that stated she could keep everything her character wore, so she came up with a plan that her character would wear everything she bought. I love it. There you go. Oh, babe, uh, did you notice Brody's shirt? How it had like a, it was like a white shirt oh, with like yeah. a face or whatever on there. Any guess what that was? Not a clue. Apparently, it's the faces of all the actors that auditioned for the role of Brody morphed together. So, like <laughs> Mike Myers, Adam Sandler, and Chris Farley morphed together. I guess I don't know. Weird. Yeah. And here we go. The mall cop LaFour's portrayed by Sven Olthorsen. 
is likely named after LaFours from Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid, the lawman who pursued the main characters and is identified by his trademark white hat, <gasps> similar to like LaFour has in this movie. Ah! Boom. I, I thought the steamboat hat was a little bit of an odd choice, but yeah, right? that, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, I, I've only seen Butch Cassidy and Sundance Kid once. I think that was with you. Yeah, right? it was us. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, fun fact. That was the first movie where a modern song was used in a historical film. And I agree. It's fucking jarring. Yeah, it fucking is. Absolutely. <laughs> Raindrops keep falling. What? <laughs> well, babe, we the most important part. Look, nobody practiced oh. it yet, babe, okay? <laughs> they were trendsetters. Well, babe, we the most important part. What did we learn? <gasps> More rats. More rats. Um, I learned definitely, uh, definitely keep cats away from Cousin Greg. Cousin Walter? Or Cousin Walter. <laughs> Little Freudian slip. Shout out to Craig for Matinee Heroes. No, no, no. <laughs> I said Greg. Oh, okay. we're, I think because we were talking about, I was talking about Greg the Bunny. Sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, keep cats away from Greg the Bunny, too. It's just safer yeah. that way. Crayons taste like purple. Uh, I learned... Understanding is reached only through confrontation. It's the topless psychic said it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, anything else you learned, babe? Mm, gotta go to New Jersey to see the top, uh, the top topless psychic in, uh, in the world, apparently. Or I guess Minnesota, if that's where it was shot. Minnesota, but, yeah. Yeah, I think it's supposed to be in Jersey, but, you know, Minnesota's yeah. cheaper. I, guess. <laughs> I learned uh, children should fear and respect the escalator. True. That's right. This is the casual line where, like, yeah, the kid did get caught in the escalator, too. <laughs> That's just... I think that, like, distracted so they could, like, get away from uh, the cops or something. But, yeah. Anyway. I also learned she's a real get because she's uh, majoring in astrology and earth sciences. <laughs> maybe maybe they do deserve one another. <laughs> well, babe. Steve. Thanks for watching this movie with me. Oh, thanks for watching this movie. I had a fun time watching it. I hope yeah. you did a little bit, too. Yeah. <laughs> It was not as awful as I remembered it the first time. (laughs) (laughs) What? No. But babe. Steve. Do you have some sort of social media presence out there we should be aware of? No, it's 1995. What is social media? Anyway, you can find us (laughs) on all the major podcatchers. You can find me everywhere at Untidy Venus. It's a goddess who's bad at housekeeping. Uh, You can also find me at all of the shows. Oh my goodness, in September, we never stop doing shows. Never stop spending. Never stop. Uh, Kevin, spend your money with me. Ha! Yeah. yeah. Steve, where can we find you? Oh, we can find us on all the major podcatchers under everything I learned from movies. Or hit us up directly on Twitter, Facebook, and Patreon at EILF Movies. That's everything, everything I, learned I learned from movies. movies. At Patreon, for just $2 a month, you get access to dozens of exclusive uh, bonus episodes. Woo! As well as you help me feed sushi. So if you want to <gasps> help, sushi. if you want to keep sushi fed. Uh, Do we want to feed the sushi? Patreon.com slash EILF movies. $2 a month. That's all it takes, guys. And uh, yeah, coming up, we're going to be filling out those uh, those Christmas presents for all of our Patreon patronizers. Yeah. Oh, guys, you, you guys are in for a fucking treat this year. It's going to be great. Yeah, definitely. And let your friends know so <sighs> they can get in. Yeah. Yeah, Sushi's Sushi agrees. He's like, hey, right? feed me. Yeah? Feed, feed me, guys. Patreon.com. Do you want to join the Christmas? Do you want to join and get the Christmas gifts? Yeah? So yeah, I guess until next time, I'm Steve. And I'm Missy. And this is Sushi. <laughs> and this is Everything, Everything I Learned from, from movies. movies. Have a good night, everybody. Bye, everybody.
Whoa. 